what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode five of the Fantasy Formula brought to you by TheMesh.TV. Ad-Rock, what a week, what a week. This week we saw the most passing yards in the NFL history. I take that back, the second most passing yards in NFL history, 7,886 passing yards. And before I forget, I'm sorry, I'm Chad East. I'm the hostess with the mostest. My man on my right is Ad-Rock. Ad Rock, what do you think about 7,886 passing yards in week four alone? It's a passing league, man. I mean, that's the rules they've implemented. It's a passing league. I mean, you, you knew this was coming. You knew it was coming. But that's I'll tell you what, for fantasy goers, let me tell you, it is a field of dreams right now. Absolutely. A lot of fun to watch on TV. Back in the day, in our, I guess our fathers or grandfathers NFL, it was a league of running backs. You know, they'd run the ball. The leather helmets. Yards. Exactly. <laughs> Get leather helmets, all that good stuff. But now, if you want to see fireworks, if you want to see excitement, just watch the NFL. Tune in every Sunday. So with that being said, Ad-Rock, last week, return of the chat eye, one and two. Got blown out. My man Andre Johnson hurt, hurt. second quarter. That really hurt me. Rolled and, him off the field, didn't I? Absolutely. And then in my other league, one of these cats had Baltimore's D who put up a nice 44 points against me <laughs> on their defense. So uh, one and two, I'm a uh, top of the food chain in one of my leagues, the seller in another, and right in the mid, mid-tier. Uh, yeah, in my rumor has it there. Are you – is it true you're – Ofer in one league? I am, is, am I, I, did I hear that right? I'm afraid it is true, Ad Rock. Wow. I'm afraid it is. How about wow. you? How'd you do? Um, I put up a grand total of 157 this week. My boy, and this is for my boy, uh, Mr. Fairchild, Beanie, Beanie, uh, Beanie Wells went absolutely bonkers. I mean, bonkers. 36 fantasy points. Man, my lineup, I hope I'm not peeking too soon. We talked about this earlier. I hope I'm not peeking too soon on this. Well, Addison, you know Bradley Fairchild turned 40 this weekend, so you ruined his birthday I gift party. Wrap I guess and ass whooping for him. That's what I did. Absolutely. Way to go, Ad Rock. And with that being said, let's roll on to the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football, known as the, known as the Fantasy 45. Addison, we're going to start right here with the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to the Indianapolis Colts. The Chiefs coming in off the win, 22-17 over the Vikings. Again, the Vikings up in this game. The Chiefs storm back second half. Matt Castle, 18 for 29, 260. I know he's still sitting probably on your bench. You haven't cut him yet, but maybe you're supposed to hold on to him. I have already cut him, just to let you know. I think that's probably a good move. Uh, um, Dwayne Bowe through the air, five receptions for 107 and a touchdown. If Castle throws the ball, it's going to Bowe. I think Bowe's still a solid fantasy uh, performer. Uh, they're traveling to Indy as Indy suffers their fourth straight loss. Another valiant effort, but still just not getting it done. Curtis Painter, his first NFL career start, goes for – 281 and two touchdowns, basically what happened in that right. game. He had two bombs to Pierre Garçon that made up most of the uh, right. yardage. Joseph had died, nothing on the ground, 41 yards. Garçon, huge game. But, again, it's two receptions for 146 and two touchdowns. Ad-Rock, KC, Indy, what you like? First off, shout-out to Hickory boy Ryan Suckup. Had his career-long field goal. Uh, the boy's got a leg. Um, I'm liking Indy in this matchup, though. Uh, Indy at home, their defense has played stellar. Just a little back to the Pittsburgh game. I'm actually going to pick up the Colts defense against them at home on the turf. The pass rush is one of the best in the league. Even though they're 0-4, the pass rush is going to lead. You're right. Dwayne Bowe's going to get his balls. Fancy points-wise, Painter, 
Uh, he may do halfway decent. I mean, I don't see my starting, but I mean, you got Dwayne Bowe, you got Pierre Garcon, you got a lot of fancy points here, but I'm liking ending this matchup uh, at home. I like that call of the NDD to Addison. Vegas sets the total at 38 and a half, and I think it goes under 38 and a half as Kansas City and Indianapolis D's beat each other up. That's Las Vegas, 38 and a half. Let's go under the total. On to the next one Arizona versus the Minnesota Vikings. Arizona fumbles away the win. They had a 10 point lead with four minutes to go and the ball and lose the game. Addison, it was so disappointing because I really liked Arizona in this matchup. Kevin Cobb, 20 for 34, 237, and no touchdowns. The man with the plan on Sunday was Beanie Wells, 27 carries for a buck 38 and three touchdowns. He looked possessed. He looked like, uh, he wanted to get the job done. It's it's the thing with Beanie. He's either hurt or he'll play, but he typically doesn't play up to his potential. This game, I think he wanted to prove everybody wrong, and I he agree did so. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald on the outside, one hundred two, no touchdowns for the Cardinals. They are going to the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings again. I think we just talked about about them earlier against the Chiefs. Uh, gave the game away in the second half again. McNabb. I hear there's there's rumors talking about he's going to play this game, but he might hit the bench for Christian Ponder if they don't get something turned around. AP. A, a ho-hum day, 80 yards. We expect more out of the second overall pick in fantasy football this year. Addison, Arizona, travels to Minnesota. Does Minnesota get their first win? Absolutely not. The Gallows, they're putting the ropes on the Gallows right now. Heads are going to be hanging in Minnesota. Um, you got one of the best running backs I think the league has ever seen, Adrian Peterson, and I don't think they're utilizing him at all. I'm liking Arizona's game. Kevin Cobb's looking good. Larry Fisher on the ends. Beanie Wells, is he's running like a man possessed. Like I said, you always wait for the injury bug to hit, but right now I'm liking Arizona's matchup. At home, they're playing on turf. No signs at Minnesota. Defense it showed some signs of life, but right now I think you got you got AP starting, maybe receiver two from Minnesota, but that's about it. Arizona, big in this game. Addison, I'm going against you here. The only reason I'm going against you, because typically I, I would ride this Arizona train too, but Minnesota's, their back's against the wall, brother. McNabb, Adrian Peterson – they're not going to let this team go 0-5. Vegas has got them as a three-point favorite. I'm going with Vegas. Minus the three, the Vikings get it done in Minnesota to get off the schneid. On, the next, on to the next one, Philly travels to Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills coming off that tough loss against your Ad-Rock. That's right, your Cincinnati Bengals, 20-23. to Who day, baby? The uh, stars of this game, Fitzpatrick, held to 199, 20-34. for 34. The Bengals really did a good job on the outside uh, shutting him down with his passes on the rush side. Fred Jackson, only 66 yards and a touchdown. Stevie Johnson with 58 yards through the air. They go against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are coming off again. Another loss, Addison, 1-3. and three. They were supposed to be the dream team this year. What's happened down in Philly? I don't know. I mean, they are hurting Vic. I mean, I don't know. After a little rant last week about he's getting treated differently, I don't see much I don't see much coming out of them in Philly. I mean, you got McCoy. Vic can put – I mean, he's sporadic. I mean, you don't really know. I mean, you definitely got to start him, but – McCoy, McCoy uh, put up some good numbers. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like feeling in this game at all. Sporadic is the word. Um, I've been 
tossing the idea around starting Stafford or Vic week in and week out. I've started Vic the first three weeks. The one week I don't start Vic, he goes for 30 for 46 and 416 through the air, two touchdowns and 75 yards on the ground, and he's on my bench. So, anyway, I understand the Eagles are sporadic now. They don't have a real face. They don't know are they going to be a running team, are they a passing team. Their defense can't stop anybody. So, anyway, with that being said, Addison, Philadelphia, Buffalo, you like two again? I like Buffalo in this game. I mean, you got Fitzpatrick throwing the ball with some authority. Uh, Fred Jackson went for 66 this past week. It was a, was a mediocre performance. But right now, I mean, I think, uh, uh, Chad, I don't know, you, know, you got $2, but most of these are friends. Pee Wee teams could probably run up the middle on Phillies D. They're horrible. I mean, Trent Cole's out. You're, they're run, any, if you got a running back, if you got uh, Fred Jackson – you got C.J. Spiller, man, against that day, I would start him. Because you know what? I think they're getting, it's going to be like parting of the Red Seas on this matchup. Steve Johnson on the outside, some good fantasy points there. I mean, supposedly fancy team defense not looking good. I'm liking uh, Buffalo in this matchup. I like a bunch of fantasy points in this as well, Addison. And also I like a, a lot of reality points over under. And this one's 49 and a half. Let's go over the total, 49 and a half. On to the next one. We're going to go to Oakland. Where I'm sorry, we're going to Houston, where Oakland will travel to the Houston Texans. Houston coming off a, a big, big, big win against Pittsburgh Steelers. This was their one of their true tests. Uh, if they could get by the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think teams will finally start thinking that they're for real. Last week, Houston, Matt Schaub, very quiet game, 138 and a touchdown because the man was Foster. Arian Foster comes back from the injury, 155 yards looked on 30 carries awesome. and a touchdown. He looked like the Foster of last year. But what about the defense? I mean, the, uh, Texas defense, best in the league right they, now. Absolutely. They look, they look great. My man, Mario Williams, who's an NC State number one overall pick oh, no, a couple we, years ago. We haven't had it. We had it a couple weeks ago. Oh. There they is. have switched him from having a more of a defensive line position to maybe an outside linebacker position where he's standing up and he comes right off the you end like, if they did like that, LT. I mean, you can't stop him. I mean, he is huge. He is a beast of a man. He's got, I'm not sure, I think he's got four or five and a half sacks already this year. I mean, yeah, he's a beast. Having a huge year. They're trying to set it up just like Lawrence Taylor of old, you know, when Lawrence Taylor used to come off that end and just stand up, stand there and smack talk and go, come and stop me if you can. That's Absolutely. Awesome. So we're proud of the Houston Texans today. Oakland is coming to Houston where Oakland's coming off the, the drubbing by the hands of New England. Oakland, Jason Campbell, another – Tremendous day, 344 through the air, one touchdown. McFadden kind of held in check a little bit, 14 carries and 75 yards. Here's a sleeper alert. You got Darius Hayward Bay, four receptions for 115. Again, he's so inconsistent, but Jason Campbell is looking to throw the ball a little bit. 344, a little bit. That's, I mean, you know what? They were bragging on the start of the on all the pregame shows. They were like, it's Jason Campbell for real. Jason Campbell threw for 344. I don't care if it's a fluke or not. You throw for 344 in the NFL, you got something going. You know what? You know, I'll go and get to it. I'm going to take Oakland. You know what? I think Houston is rolling right now, but you know what? Oakland has some raw talent, and when they pop, I I think they're one of the top teams in the NFL when they're on. Now, when they're going to be on, that's a crapshoot, but I think it could be this weekend. Well, Addison, I completely agree with you. When they're on, they're on. But typically on the road, they ain't on. <laughs> so that's why we're going to go under the total. I think Houston's defense shuts down the run for McFadden. Vegas got the total set at 49. I'm going to go under. I see both defenses, and specifically with Andre Johnson not being there next week because he is questionable. I don't think he's going to play Addison. I think Aaron Foster going to run the heck out of it again. So let's go. Under the total, we're going to choose some clock, 49. Next up. 
the New Orleans Saints travel to your Carolina Panthers, Addison. Let me hear that growl. Very nice, very nice. The Saints coming off a uh, a three and one record right now. A big win over the Jaguars. Drew Brees, another solid day. Three fifty one and a touchdown. Jimmy Graham, the tight end, everybody's tight end sleeper this year. Ten receptions, 132 and a touchdown. Breeze looked for him 12 targets. He has 12 targets, and he caught 10 of them, Addison. What a huge game by the tight end. Now we're gonna, they're going to be traveling to Carolina. Carolina just puts up another fight. You know, they're in every single game, it seems, Ad. They just can't get it done at the end. Cam Newton coming off another spectacular game. Right, I'm not looking for him right now. I, I can't remember his numbers exactly, but I know it was pretty huge. On Cam, on Cam, Cam dog, give me Cam old Cam Newton dog. Three seventy four through the <coughs> air. Uh, D'Angelo Williams a two on the ground, and Steve Smith. Steve Smith. He's. I mean, the last couple of weeks, Steve Smith has been. It's the Steve Smith old exactly. celebrating after the catches. You know, some end zone celebrations. He put a one eighty one. He's re-energized this new offense. Remember last year, nobody could get him the ball. Now they have a quarterback that can I mean, get him the ball. Spot him, in, but he's run. I mean, I'll tell you what, his routes are crisp. I mean, he is a man possessed right now. I like, you know, what, I, I like it. I love his annex. I love to hate Steve Smith with his annex because <laughs> you know I like showboating. I do. Mm-hmm. You, know, when, you know, generally when we play basketball, I generally take you to hole. I showboat around you, but. I mean, just with his oh, – um, I like the Steve Smith old. I love, it's like one of those people I love to hate. I do. Yeah, he's got a lot of passion, a lot of fire. I like Steve Smith too. New Orleans travels to Carolina Addison. Well, does, Bruce, does Drew Brees get it done or is it Cam Dog going to do it today? Oh, no. I mean, we got the, the road show from New Orleans coming town. I don't see Carolina stopping them at all. I mean, New Orleans – It could it, look, it could be a shootout. If Cam Newton keeps continuing what he's doing, he's going to put up huge numbers. And huge numbers mean a lot of point totals. Look, fancy points galore in this matchup. I think even at, you know a waiver wire, if you got a bye week, like a LaFell's on the side, somebody like that, if you need a, need a receiver, somebody like that in this matchup could be good for you. Good call. I like a lot of the points in here, too. Uh, Vegas has got it set at 52.5. I like over 52.5 in New Orleans, Carolina. The defenses in bo- for both teams can't stop anyone. Look for D. Will and Jonathan Stewart maybe to go big. Addison, I like everything you said on New Orleans side, too. Marcus Colston is back. Receivers galore. I'm agreeing with you again, and I hate to do that, but I'm agreeing with you. Let's go over the total Love 52. Next up, Cincinnati travels to Jacksonville. Cincinnati come the surprising Dude, two and two. Cincinnati. What do you Bengals? mean? What do you mean? Too surprisingly? Dude, everybody thought at the do. beginning of the year they were going to do nothing, and they have actually looked. They they played well together as a team. Good defense. Andy Dalton not making too many, too many mistakes, and a looked big like su- a little veteran man. He, he actually had some poise in the pocket. Look, man, here's here I'll make a deal with you. If the Bengals are under 500, you call them the, the, what, the Bungles. If they're above 500 better, you got to refer to them as the Bengals. Deal? All right. That's a deal. I know you like picking up my Bengals. That's a deal. Um, other, the other guys on Cincinnati who really performed, Dalton, as Addison said, 298 and a touchdown. Cedric Benson, 19 carries for 104 yards. And A.J. Green, the rookie, wide receiver, the rookie sensation. Look good. Four receptions for 118. My Georgia boy looked good. He dude. looked very good. They're traveling to Jacksonville. Jacksonville coming off the defeat of the Saints. Again, not much to write home about with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Blaine Gabbert, the, the rookie, they started him for his first start, uh, professional start in his career, 196 and a touchdown. Jones Drew held to 84 yards. And on the outside for Jacksonville, they only have really one true wide receiver, Mike Thomas, 5 for 73. Addison, who you like in the Cincinnati-Jacksonville matchup? You know, I'm going with my Bengals again. They're going to be 2 and 3. Like you said, there's not much to write home about in Jacksonville. Since he's actually coming together a little bit, I mean, they have some offensive cohesion there. Uh, The whole Cedric Benson thing, I'm not sure. They said the suspension's coming down this week. 
Uh, so, you know, we'll get to it later, but, you know, there could be a Bernard, uh, Bernard Scott sighting in the future. I don't know. Um, I like Cedric Benson. Uh, I think his offseason extra quick activities may catch up to him. I don't know. A.J. Green's looking good. Uh, Andre Caldwell looked good. Um, look, I mean, I'm liking some stuff in Cincinnati. I'm not seeing huge fantasy points here. Except, I mean, MJD, I think he'll get his 15 to 20 points. Um, Cedric Benson, if he plays, you know, he's going to put up 15, 20. So, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that suspension. Vegas got the number set at Jacksonville was a favorite at two and a half and under the total 37. wrong. Vegas normally knows what they're talking about, so I'm going to agree with him and give you the double parlay special of the week. That's Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars <laughs> minus the two and a half. Parlay it with the under the total 37. Good luck, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on to the next one. Tennessee goes to Pittsburgh. Tennessee coming off uh, – let's actually start at Pittsburgh because I want to touch a little uh, base about Pittsburgh real quick, Addison. They are my team, and they have been a shell of themselves, two and two. Offensive line is just beat up, uh, starting – Players, they're grabbing off the street. Their running backs banged up. They can't get more than 50 yards a Their game. Their leading rusher was Isaac Redman last week, this week. For 40, 40 yards. yards. Uh, ben Roethlisberger running for his life. Their defense, what's going on with their D? Anyway, I mean, Pittsburgh, come on, get it together. You guys are going to be playing the Tennessee Titans. The ti- Titans, the 3-1 and one Titans? Yes, they are. The Tennessee Titans, 3-1, and one, coming off their win against the Cleveland Browns. Hasselbeck, Wow. If he's if he's still on a waiver wire, pick him up because he is putting up some numbers again. Three touchdowns, two twenty. Nobody would have predicted this at the beginning of the year. Chris Johnson finally meets reaches the century mark with 101 yards rushing. Jared Cook, the tight end, two big plays, 93 yards and a touchdown. Tennessee travels to Pittsburgh. Addison, what you think? I think the steel curtain is looking more like the aluminum foil curtain. It's not looking good. Tennessee, like you said, Hasselback is putting up some numbers right now. Uh, I'm liking what's going on in Tennessee. Chris Johnson, I think that's going to be a spark. The team seeing that he sees that he's got to step back. Um, there's some deep threats in Tennessee. Hasselback is, what do you think, starter? Would you start him? With the buys that are upon us right now, with, uh, you know, Dallas is on buy, you've got Grossman, other people that are on buy. Hasselbeck's are definitely a starter with with the Bowies kicking in gear. I'm seeing I'm seeing Tennessee run out. Whatever whatever's going on in Pittsburgh, I don't know. I I, I love Tennessee in this matchup right now. I just I think there's a lot of discombobulation going on there. Well, um, big word. Yeah, it was. That's a pretty good one. Yes. Um, I'm liking Tennessee in this matchup. Ad Rock, <laughs> Vegas got the line set at minus eight for the Steelers. There's no way the Pittsburgh Steelers cover this number at minus eight. Tennessee coming to town. I'm not predicting a win by Tennessee, but I definitely think they cover the line. Pittsburgh, try to get it together for your boy down here in Hickory Chatties. We're looking for you to have a better week this week. But I do think Tennessee covers the number at eight. On to the next one, Addison. The Seattle Seahawks face the New York Giants. The Giants coming off that win, as we mentioned before, against the Cardinals. Eli, 27 for 40, 321 yards and two touchdowns. Yes, sir. Most of that offense coming in the second half when they were down by 10 with five minutes to go or whatever, and they really got on Eli's back and he carried them. Ahmad Bradshaw, 12 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. He's really not – uh, performing as a second-round running back. But given some time, I think he'll come on. Hakeem Nix, monster day. Ten receptions, 162 for a touchdown. Where the, do you go to school, Chad? I don't really care about the Carolina Tar Heels. Okay, school, one, okay? I, one, I really don't want to talk about them during my really. podcast. Uh, they're going to be playing the Seattle Seahawks, the Seahawks playing the Atlanta Falcons, who, uh, again, the Seahawks put up a great, great fight at home. We did predict this this uh, last week, Addison. Yeah. The Atlanta, they struggle on the road. However, they did get the win, but struggle with the lowly Seahawks. Seahawks one and three. The Seahawks, man, the last two weeks. 
could play look, better they, ball. Look, I know the power. You see the power rankings on the sites, on the websites. The Seahawks, man, they got a little mojo going. I don't know quite what it is. They're not stellar, but you know what? They're putting some stuff together. I mean, look, you stay away from plague, but I'm saying watch out. There could be some potential fantasies later on like with the, later on in the bye weeks. There could be a few Seattle players there on the waiver snack. I stay a lot, one or two maybe. That's it. <laughs> it might be a reach one or two. And to, if Tavares Jackson is one of them that you want to reach for, Ad Rock, you go right ahead. He did have a fantastic week at three nineteen and three touchdowns. But just mark my word here, buddy. Just go ahead and edit the tape or mark the tape, whatever you want to do it. There's no way he's going to have a three nineteen and three touchdown game again. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel that? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay, right on. Well, who are you liking this one? You got Seattle traveling to the Giants. Give it to me. Oh, I'm taking the Giants. I mean, the big bad Giants are coming. They're they can't. They're going to win at home. Eli Manning finally put up some decent fancy numbers, which I got him as my starting quarterback. Thank God. He's been uh, he's been killing me the last couple of weeks. Um, Ahmad um, Bradshaw. You know he he had potential to break some. He had. I think he gets it done this week. Hakeem Nicks, enough said. I mean, the, he's. I think he's finally coming to the the one of the premier receivers in the league. Um, I'm liking everything about New York in this game. As to why Vegas got the number set at minus 10, Giants minus 10. I like the Giants all day long. And throw this one in there, too, if you will, for if you want to place a little wager with your buddy down the street. The total is 43. The total is 43. Seattle on the road hadn't scored more than 10 points, okay? Let's go under the total in this one too, Addison. Are you sick? Wait, wait. You sick? They really only scored ten points. Not total. I'm saying the most that they've scored. Oh, okay, you well know that's what I'm okay. Saying? But ten points. They don't wow. really move the ball. What was the total? Forty two. Forty three. So let's go under and Giants. All right, let's go on to the next one, brother. <laughs> Tampa Bay going to San Fran. Tampa Bay winning on Monday Night Football. You saw it last night. Josh Freeman, uh, pretty nice day. Two eighty seven and a touchdown. Legarrette Blunt carrying the load. Twenty five for one twenty seven and a touch. And this this one fella, I think his name is Preston Parker. I've not really heard of him. He was not on no one's draft board at the beginning of the year. Caught five receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. Last week, I think he had uh, also similar numbers, Addison. Preston Parker, you guys look for him on your waiver wire. They're traveling against the San Francisco 49ers, who just came off that surprising upset of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Frank Gore, back to his old self, 127 on 15 carries and a touchdown. Looked great. Alex Smith, 291 and two touchdowns. He didn't look too bad either. Addison, Tampa Bay, travels to San Fran. Who gets it done? I think San Fran gets it done. I think San Fran's got some tools, like Crabtree, coming about. He's still not putting up a lot of numbers, still put up 68 yards this week. But I'm like, Alex Smith is starting to check down on check one, check two, which is good. Uh, generally, he wasn't going to pass his first look, the line. But I think the offensive line stepped up, letting him get him a couple more looks. I'm liking San Fran. I mean, they had some things clicking this week. Frank Gore, I, I, he, I feel like he walk, he runs around with a big old like hospital cross on his back, waiting like he's a, the medically walking wounded. Um, Kendall Hunter could be a possible one to step in on some of the bio. If he gets hurt, I'm telling you, sit Kendall Hunter on your bench because I don't I don't see Frank Gore going the whole year. But I'm liking San Fran this game. Man, this is like five or six. I've agreed with you, Ad Rock. I hate it when this happens, but you know what? San Fran minus the one. I'm on them too, Addison. Let's go San Francisco minus the one to get it done in San Francisco land. On to the next one. The New York Jets travel to the New England Patriots. This is the matchup of the week, ladies and gentlemen. The matchup of the week. The two and two Jets travel to New England. Uh, last week, the Jets suffered their second straight loss. The loss goes to the Ravens, 17 to 34. Sanchez, what? 119, 11 for 35. 
Guys, he's floundering. Sean Green on 23 the ground. Twenty-three yards. yards. Wait, wait. Who was it that said Sean Green is hard? Who was? It? Who was? I think. Oh, that's right, Chad. Who was it? I think you made that call that's there, Ed right. Rock. Uh, they travel to the Patriots, coming off the uh, big, big win. Brady, two twenty-six, two touchdowns. Stephen Ridley, the guy we talked about last week in the podcast, 10 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. He's probably still available on your waiver wire. If he is, go grab him. And, again, it happens every week. Wes Welker, just nine receptions for 158 and a touchdown. He makes it look so easy. Addison, huge matchup. Jets, New England, give it to me. I just want to go over the New York Jets numbers line again. Sanchez, 119. Sean Green, 23 yards and receiving Derek Mason 37 yards wow. is, that, is that a JV squad what kind of numbers is that futile look uh, I mean it's no New England I mean Wes Welker against this defense right now I think Wes Welker for a buck 70 this week and I mean I don't think the realm possibility Stephen really you know he, you're hurting my, my boy the law firm's carries but you know he's he's performing uh, Tom Brady I think has a big day I think uh, Brady goes for 350 Probably two, three touches. I think the Jets' defense is going to throw them. Ryan has a really good defense up there. I think the defensive scheme is really going to throw Brady for a loop. He still throws up the numbers, but I think there's a pick or two out there for the, the uh, Jets' defense. Thanks, Addison, for that commentary. And you know what? I do agree with you in the first half. I tend to see it being a low-scoring game, but I think when the second half gets rolling, Tom Brady, Wes Welker, Sanchez, and his cohorts, they'll get their offense kicked into gear too. The total is 49, and that's a lot of points coming from Vegas, but I think they get it. Over the total 49, over the total 49. Moving on, San Diego travels to Denver. San Diego Chargers, the 3-1 and one San Diego Chargers, with my boy Phillip Rivers from NC State University. Goes for 307 and a touchdown. Ryan Matthews on the ground, 16 carries, 81 yards. And Vincent Jackson does it again, 108 and a touchdown, Addison. They're playing the Denver Broncos, who are reeling. Uh, Denver last week just got uh, – I think they got trounced T-bow. by uh, – yeah, T-Bow. The T-Bow. The T-Bow chants are starting to get louder and louder as the weeks go th- go on. Uh, Orton, 22 for 32, 273 and three touchdowns, but he also threw three or four picks. Not too good. <laughs> but Gahey, 103 on the ground. And Brandon Lloyd, back from his injury, eight receptions, 136. Addison, San Diego goes to Denver. Does Denver get it done down there in the Maha City? Absolutely not. I mean, Denver is <laughs> – Denver had some – Brandon Lloyd's about the only statistical number you can really look at this past week. I don't see much coming out of there. No Sean's gone. McGahee, he's 33, 34. I mean, he graduated when he did. <laughs> he should be retired already. Um, Denver, San Diego, there are a lot of fancy points for this. Any San Diego Chargers, you got uh, Colbert, you got Matt Ryan Williams, uh, you got uh, uh, Phillip Rivers, Vincent Jackson. What's Gates? Gates had his, his t- stub toe, but I think he's playing, though. As far as I'm mistaken, he's still he playing. He was out last week. They're going to try to get him back in this week. So, uh, you know what? Anybody San Diego, put him in. I mean, I, Denver is reeling, and I think the only momentum you can carry Denver can get is they put in Tebow, I really think. I mean, you got the fan base that is just chomping at the bit. And poor John Fox, first year out there, wow, he's got to deal with this. Third string, they want it was like putting in Rudy. He's a third string quarterback, so I don't know. Go, go, Chargers. San Diego minus five and a half. Ad Rock and I agree on another one. Let's take it to the bank. San Diego minus five and a half. Green Bay versus Atlanta next, ladies and gentlemen. Green Bay travels to the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons coming off that 30-28 win. Matt Ryan two ninety one and a two ninety one and a touchdown. 
Michael Turner gets back on track. Only 70 yards, but two touchdowns. Julio Jones, the rookie sensation from Atlanta, 127 yards on 11 receptions, 13 targets for Matt Ryan. It looks like Roddy White, the star from last year, is being double teamed, leaving Julio Jones open on the side out, or outside Addison. They tr- play against the Green Bay Packers, the 4-0 and Green Bay Packers. They look unstoppable right now. The defending Super Bowl champions, listen to these, listen to these numbers. Aaron Rodgers, 29 for 38, 408 yards through the air and four touchdowns. Two touchdowns on the ground, a total of six touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers, Addison. Is this crazy or what? Yeah, but the one scary thing about this is if I'm reading my stats right, who was the leading rusher for Green Bay? It was James Starks. Okay. That stat over here that Aaron Rodgers had 36 rushing yards is generally list all. What did Starks have? 63. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. I was, yeah. I was a little worried there. Greg Jennings, of course, is 96. Who do you like in this game? I just want to make sure because I, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm going on a limb on this one. I'm taking because we've said it here. This is the fourth week in a row when Atlanta plays at home. They're a different team. They're hosting Green Bay at home. Atlanta gets the job I done. Was, are you Sunday. really? So I was going a different. I did, I'm, I really don't like agreeing with you. I mean, besides the show, I personally I just I don't like you anymore. <laughs> um, look, I, all right. Well, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I was gonna pick Atlanta. Now you're stealing my thunder. I, I I just served that one up to you. I can't believe that. I'm gonna go with Atlanta on this one. I like. Uh, I think Roddy White. You're right. He's getting double teamed. Tony Gonzalez, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at his fancy points, he is a beast right now. I think he's top two. If I'm not mistaken, I looked on ESPN. Top two uh, with points wise for tight ends this year. He's had a 28 point performance and two 14 point performances. Uh, pretty strong for a tight end. Uh, in most leagues, if I'm not mistaken, he is available on some waiver. Not all, but some waiver. I picked him up last week off the waiver wire. So, um, you know, he's out there. But I'm liking Atlanta in this matchup. I really am. At home. Yep, it's the shocker of the week. Atlanta gets it done at Green Bay, minus three and a five, minus three and a half. Uh, Atlanta's going to catch that three and a half and get it done against Green Bay. And last but not least, uh, Ad Rock, Chicago travels to the four and O Detroit Lions. Would you ever think you would ever hear that in your life? The no. four and O Detroit Lions. I don't think my grandkids would have heard that one. I mean, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Detroit coming off that big, big comeback, behind, come from behind victory against the Cowboys. Matt Stafford started off slow, picked it up in the fourth quarter, 240 for two touchdowns. Javid Best, 11 carries, 47 yards. And again, Calvin Johnson. This is the fourth game in a row. He has caught two touchdowns in the game 96 yards, two touchdowns. Unbelievable performance. Travels to Chicago. Chicago coming off the win against the Panthers. Uh, Jay Cutler, not much through the air, but look, oh, looky, oh, looky what Mr. Matt Forte did. 25 carries, 205, and a touchdown. Very impressive. Addison, Chicago travels to Detroit. Does Chicago knock Detroit off its perch? Uh, Yeah, actually I do. I think uh, Chicago, you know what, Detroit's good. I mean, they've got two – Two receivers. They've got one receiver, basically. They got Stafford. Uh, uh, not Stafford. Um, I just had a brain fart. What's his name? They've who's, got Calvin Johnson and Nate Burleson. No, who's the quarterback? Scott just had a brain fart. Not, uh, Matt, Staff- Jake- Matt Stafford. You already said that. All right, go Matt Stafford. I had a brain fart. Sorry, I'm thinking Sam Bradford. Sorry. Okay. Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson. Look, that's what they got. Java Best looked like, hey, he didn't know what, what sport he was playing this week. He looked kind of discombobulated in the backfield. I'm liking Chicago's matchup. Nobody's been able to shut down Matt Forte. Uh, they're just doing outlet passes. I like the receiver out of the backfield. Johnny Knox is coming to his own. Uh, I think I'm going against him this week in my one of my in one of my leagues. I'm I'm liking Chicago. 
I'm going to disagree with you here, Addison. Yeah. Thank goodness. I, it's not a complete disagree. Okay? okay. It's not a complete disagreement. I, I kind so. of like Chicago a little bit to cover the number and maybe possibly win the game, but I really like over the total. I don't. I think Chicago's defense is a little overrated. Detroit's uh, defense was exposed last week by the Dallas Cowboys. The total's 48. Let's go over the total 48. Dallas, I'm sorry, Chicago and Detroit. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. All right, my friend, that wraps up the Fantasy 45. Not a bad job, not a bad bad job. Next up, our next segment of the day, my friend, we're going to go to the optimal fantasy fantasy lineup lineup of the week. week. Ad-Rock, are you ready for a review of how we did last week? give it up. My friend, you chose Matt Ryan as the quarterback of the week, followed by LaShawn McCoy and Darren McFadden by me, running back one and two. The wide receiver's choice by you was Calvin Johnson and Mike Wallace. Tight end selected by yours truly, Randy McMichael. Atlanta's defense by you and Neil Rackers for me. You ready for the, for uh, the recap? The Atlanta's defense was horrible. My, like a negative one point. It was horrible. The worst defensive uh, performance of the week, Atlanta's D. Yeah. Randy McMichael, my choice, held to three fantasy points. Oh. Mike Wallace for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What is seven? Seven, yeah, yeah seven, seven points. points. Calvin Johnson. That was our one shining moment by you, by glimmer, you, Rock. Glimmer. Two touchdowns, 97 yards. LaShawn McCoy held to maybe about six points. <laughs> Darren McFadden held to about seven points. And Matt Ryan came back a little bit. Yeah, I think he had 20-some 20, 20 points. Which, uh, oh, we Is got this beat. better than our D-plus perform- performance from last no, week? No, I don't – not much. D-minus, D-plus. Let's go solid D-plus, right, Addison? D-plus. Solid D-plus. D-plus. We got to get better at this. And I think this week we will, sir. And the reason I say that for your optimal fantasy, fantasy lineup of the week, week. Addison, we're going to let you start off with the quarterback. All right. This week I'm going. Uh, Actually, let's reverse you know it. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and take the quarterback this week, Ad Rock. And I'm going your man, Matt Stafford, for the Detroit, Detroit Lions. They're playing the Chicago Bears D, the Chicago Bears defense. I don't think they're the Chicago Bears D of old. Plus, it's on Monday night. Matt Stafford wants to show the country and the world that the Detroit Lions are for real, and he gets it done on Monday night. Addison, what you got at running back? Running backs. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I don't think I've picked these this year. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, hold on one second. Let me get my notes over here. I'm shuffling through these things. I'm going to go uh, MJD, Jacksonville. I think would be fantastic pick this week. And – Action Jackson and Buffalo. He's looking good. He's looking real good. I'm, those are my two uh, running backs off on fantasy. Yeah, Action Jackson playing against the Philadelphia defense who's reeling right now. Can't stop anybody on the run. I, li- I like those picks too. Uh, wide receiver, we're going we're to go out on a limb here. A.J. Green and Julio Jones. Yes, Addison. I'm picking two rookies for our optimal fantasy line. All rookie week here All at the Fantasy week. Formula. Absolutely. They're both coming off 100-yard performances. I really like their matchups this week. I think they get it done. That's A.J. Green, Julio Jones. Ad-Rock, what you got for flex? For flex this week, I'm going my man Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, he's like 5'5", five, five, runs like a 4'3". He is a – Badass. I mean, he comes around the corner. He's he's doing it all. I'm liking Darren Sproles in any matchup. Um, he's gonna put up some good points this week. I'm feeling it, baby. I'm feeling it. 
All right, I like Darren Sproles this week as well. I'm going to go tight end, Addison. We're going to Houston, and we're going to grab Owen Daniels, the tight end for Houston. Um, looks he's he looks great. He looks like you know he's coming off that uh, ACL tear from a couple years ago, and he finally looks like he's back to 100. percent He's caught a couple touchdowns this year. He's getting open in the uh, getting open against the linebackers that right. try to DM. I like him as a solid tight end play. Defense for you, my friend. Defense this week. I'm going. Uh, I'm going kind of limb. You'll think I'm crazy. Well, actually, Chad, you won't think I'm crazy because you don't agree with anything I say. Anyway, I'm going with the NDD this week. I'm liking the matchup. What? 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 I mean, look. Last week, I mean, Pittsburgh's reeling, but man, Indy at home, they have one of the best run defenses at home. I don't. I don't know stats. You know what? I'm pulling this out of my ass. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm going with NDD. I'm feeling it this week. I'm feeling the NDD this week. I know y'all are gonna laugh. It can be mockery. I hope it's not because if they put up a bunch of points, everybody's going to hear about it. Ed, thanks for that. Um, so we need to come up with a kicker, Ed. And you know what we're like, going to well, do? I like your old saying. Throw them all in the bag. Exactly. Throw them all in the bag. Here they one. come. I'm shaking them up. Shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them. And it is your Hickory High Red Tornado, Ryan Suckup. Hey, how about that? How about the odds of that one that I'm going to pull the Hickory boy out of a hat? But, ladies and gentlemen, let's review our optimal fantasy lineup of the week. We're going QB, Matt Stafford, running back, MJD, and Fred Jackson. Wide receivers, A.J. Green, Julio Jones, your flex spot, Darren Sproles. Tight end, Owen Daniels, defense, Indianapolis Colts, and the Hickory boy himself, Ryan Suckup. Addison, good luck. Let's have a better week than last week. Yep, yep. All right, next to our, to, on to our next segment, it's the injury and waiver wire report. Before I hit you with the injuries, Addison, let's do point out, this is the first week for buys, all right? First week for buys, the first four weeks, we've just coasted through. Uh, everybody, whoever you drafted, you could fill in. Now, you're going to have to depend on your bench. The people that you drafted on your bench or picked up on your waiver wire, you're going to have to depend on them because – How drunk were you in the latter rounds and who you picked up? I mean, absolutely. unlike my boy up here who drafted somebody who was not even on an NFL team. And if I'm not – is he on a team yet? No, he's not. Okay, just want to, just want to point out. So, if, you know, you, you didn't inebriate yourself past – you know, stopped around round nine. You could, there's some, there were some still some good values for bench players, and this is where the, this is where this pays off. Absolutely, Addison, it certainly does. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and give the bye weeks for the week: Cleveland, Dallas, St. Louis, Miami, Washington, and Baltimore, all on bye. So if you've had that Baltimore defense and it's been carrying you the first four weeks, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to be on the bench. If you've had that. Uh, Dallas, Tony Romo, and he got you 300 yards three weeks out of the four, he's on the bench. So use your bench wisely. Addison, I'm looking forward to using my bench because they're solid, and I expect to get three wins this week. On to the injury report. We're going to fly through this because there's not too many big injuries. The three big ones for the week that I'll touch on here, James Harrison for the Pittsburgh defense, or the, the defensive player of the year two years ago, out for several weeks with a broken orbital bone. He has to have surgery on his face. The only reason I say this is a big injury because Pittsburgh's defense, who was drafted probably number one overall of all the defenses, their best player is out. You guys keep that in mind. Also for Pittsburgh, Richard Mendenhall. Mendenhall, he's got, <laughs> he's got, a, he's got a, a messed up hammy. And Mewelde Moore, his backup, he's tweaked his ankle. They are both banged up. They're both questionable for Sunday. How about Ben Ross and Burger, Burger, Burger? <laughs> We're going to talk about him next because he's banged up with a foot. It seems like the whole Pittsburgh's team is hurt. But So, anyway, Addison's going to hit on this uh, running back here in a waiver wire pickup. But Mendenhall and Mawelde Moore, banged up, questionable. Roethlisberger, banged up, but he looks probable. Check your injury reports. 
Vincent Jackson, San Diego star receiver, questionable with a leg strain. He's 50-50. Keep your eye on the injury report for his status. Jared Mayo, this one went kind of behind the scenes. Nobody really saw this one. He is he plays for the New England Patriots defense, probably their most athletic defensive player. Strained his MCL out for six weeks. New England couldn't really stop anybody on defense anyway. Now they really ain't going to be able to stop anybody. Whoever you're playing, if if you have some offensive players going against New England's D, start them. They can't stop anybody. And the big one for the week, as we mentioned before, Andre Johnson, Houston Texans, all-world wide receiver, out with a hamstring. It looks like he's about 10% to play. I think he's probably going to be on the bench for two weeks. Keep your at eyes least, on at him. At least. Yeah, keep your eyes on him. Okay, Addison, that's the injury report. How about waiver wire wonders? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Taz, you all there. I just listening to you talk so much just puts me to sleep. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, look, this week, like I said, you know what? Everybody's fancy wire has been jumbled left and right. Okay? So, there are going to be some steals out there, but you really got to look. Now, these are going to be some points, some people I think you look for. Uh, first one, Jacoby Jones is back. A lot of people may have dropped him. I don't think anybody would sit him on uh, – have a utilized a bench spot for him. Jacoby Jones out of uh, Oakland. Pot good pickup uh, for some bi-week bi help. Another one, with all the bang-up bruises in Pittsburgh – the leading rusher for Pittsburgh last week, Isaac Redman. Two to one says he's on everybody's waiver wire right now as we speak. Uh, the next one, depending upon what the commissioner does this week, uh, there could be, Chad, a Bernard Scott sighting in Cincinnati. Yes, the Texas Tech running back could show up this week. Look, the boy's fast. He's had one of the fa- – he's, I think he's faster than uh, Cedric Benson. He's just not as big, strong as he is, but he can run. He can get around ends. He gets a corner. He's gone. Um, check your defenses this week. This is where you can make a break and get those extra five, six points if you look at some of the matchup with the bye team. Some people are going to be sh- shuffling around their lineups. Look at your defenses on your line on your waiver wires. Uh, and, again, like I said before, I hope you didn't get too inebriated past the 10th round of your draft where you start just picking or you know signing up right ends or undrafted players or people who have been cut. Uh, I hope you like your bench now because this is a time when you really start utilizing it. This is where fantasy will make you or break you. The next couple of weeks on term, these couple these couple wins, the next few weeks going to determine if you get into your playoffs in your league or not. So that's it. Thanks, Addison. <clears throat> All right, on to our next segment: segment to trade or not to trade. Uh, we received several uh, emails last week. Uh, please email us at info at the mesh TV. Ad Rock, real quickly, I'm going to hit you with three. First one, Joe from Hickory asks, Adrock, A.J. Green, straight up for Des Bryant. Do I make this trade or do I not make this trade? Absolutely not. I mean, A.J. Green's good, but I don't think he's good yet. Des Bryant is a freak of nature. He's putting up some serious numbers in Dallas. Hold on to him like your life. All right. Next, we had Mr. Jack from Denver. Denver? Will that be Whoa. North Carolina or Colorado? I don't know. It doesn't say Are we here, far right? reaching? It's got to be Colorado. We're far reaching. Absolutely. We're global. We're we are global. baby, nationwide. He asked, Peyton Hillis for Julio Jones and Johnny Knox. That's Peyton Hillis for okay. Julio you Jones know what? I re- and okay. Johnny today, Knox. This is, where I, this is where I'm kind of torn with this. Now, look, there was an article today in USA Today about Peyton Hillis. You know, he's only making – you would think the man that's on the cover of NFL, a bad NFL be making, you know, seven – Six hundred thousand. That's it. He's in a contract year. He everybody else begin extensions. He had the flu. Suppose I'm, I look. I'm doing air quotes. Right. Look, I'm, I'm doing air quotations here. He was sick. Right. Um. I, if he gets signed, yes, I think he gets signed next like week or two. I think I wouldn't trade. I like Peyton Hills. I think he's uh, the next John Riggins. I like him. Keep him. Hold on to him. 
Right on. Last but not least, Miss Linda from Granite Falls. We love the female listeners. Oh, my. Keep on coming yes, on come in on. here to info at the mesh.tv. Yes, Keep sir. on hitting us yes, with sir. these emails. She asked, Adrock, Darren Sproles, Willis McGahee, who do you like? All right. We talked about this. Willis McGahee. I'm liking Darren Sproles in this. Uh, if you get if you if you trade, I would not trade him. If you if you trade, obviously take him. Willis McGahee has had about four or five reconstructive knee surgeries. He graduated college when Chad and I Chad and I did. Uh, if you got Darren Sproles, get him. If you got a chance, to trade him, pick him up. If you got him already, keep him. Don't trade him. Thanks, Addison. And please don't put me in your. Uh your, your, this, the statement about college careers because I didn't think you graduated and I did so let's not talk about our college educations okay on to the next one oh. and Addison I'm going to shoot it over to you right now my friend because you're going to talk about the uh, highlight a team or league for the week it's on to you my friend I'm excited hey. Chad I'm excited I'm excited I'm excited about this week this is from my boy Trig down at Indian Trail Trigg sends this week, uh, he's in a 10-man league, regular regular points, regular positions. Um, well, you, want, you want to rotate, you want to go in and out, you, call, you just want to take it? Go with it, brother. All right, his starting lineup, Aaron Rodgers, good, good side. You can't go wrong. We just talked about six touchdowns, responsible for six touchdowns this week. Fantastic. D'Angelo Williams, a little weakness there. I like him. I like seeing D'Angelo a little bit stronger this week, I mean, the, but against the Green Bay – I don't know. I mean, I think Jay Stu's getting a lot more carries. He's been a little more effective. That's the weakness so far in the lineup. Javad Best, there's another little question mark. He looked a little iffy this past week. The matchup, I don't know if particularly favors him this week. I, you know, he's a third in league. He he, he's just, he he didn't look sharp. I don't uh, I don't know what's going on with him, but he did not look sharp. I think Calvin Johnson, especially the, the big offensive threat up there. Now, your next one, strong. Beanie Wells. Solid. I mean, Beanie came back off injury like a man possessed. 36 fantasy points in our league. We're in a PPR league. But he ran the ball, caught the ball backfield. He did it all this week. Good flex. Uh, receivers, you got Steve Smith. Steve Smith, enough stand. I mean, he's put up some numbers. I love to hate him. Um, Cam Newton's throwing the ball, and he's throwing the ball to Steve Smith. Good pick. Dexter McCluster. Chad, you want to take that one? Well, Dexter's really not – as a wide receiver, too, I don't think he's uh, really performed up to the level of a wide receiver, too. Well, see, and here's the thing. On his bench, now look, and I just did this, too. He's got Colson on his bench, Plaxico Burris, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, receiver-wise. Miles Austin, of course, being hurt. Um, you know, I would, if you put in Colson from a cluster, your lineup go, definitely goes up. I mean, I don't. you got to make that switch. I mean, most definitely. Next from cluster, get him out of there. You can put him on the waiver wire for all I care. Um you got Colston and Plaxico and all star bench. You don't need – you could go find somebody a whole lot better than Dexter McCluster. I, I would – what do you think? Addison, let me take it from here, okay, buddy? <laughs> let, let, let me go ahead and take this mic over and uh, tell this man what he's supposed to do here. When I first looked at the team, I thought it was very solid. You did mention it was a 10-man team. It doesn't look as solid when it's just a 10-man team. You know what I mean? We're going Aaron Rodgers so solid. He's going he's gonna to take you at least to the playoffs, but with the – Wide receivers that you have, Steve Smith and Dexter McCluster, I agree. Dexter McCluster's got to hit your bench. Fill him in with Marcus Colson coming off the injury. He will perform with Drew Brees, Drew Brees thrown to him. D'Angelo Williams, I don't think he's a no, number one running back right now. Try to mix him. Why don't you take D'Angelo Wills and Dexter McCluster and try to trade him for an RB2? Look to do that. What's this fellow's name? Trig. Trig. Listen here, Trig. Let's go in and do that. Let's make these moves. Let's get this team stronger because you do have the potential to make the playoffs. You make a couple moves like that, you have the potential to go to the 
go to the Super Bowl. Well, and I that's mean, what we're trying to do here. Yeah, but he also has Chad Henney on his bench like a dumb – what – Chad Henney. Yeah, let's trade him. I mean, let's go ahead on, and get him. Him and Dexter McClosser. Come on, Trig. What's going on with you? Trig, thank you so much for the info and the email, and keep those emails coming. We want to talk about your teams and review them every week. Ad Rock. That wraps up episode five. I look episode? forward to episode five. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you again next week. Anything you want to add before we leave today? Uh, I think the countdown's on. I think we're uh, we're matching up head to head in what next? I think the following week, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the following week. Can't wait. Um, uh, the anticipation is built. Easy win. Yeah, Easy win. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for listening to uh, the Fantasy Formula on TheMesh.tv. Yes, sir. Come back and hear us next week. Who day? Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.